I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. The True Gifts of Christmas Expressing Gratitude by Giving to Others I have a friend whose husband would always say to her, I will always outserve you. He declared his love and devotion to her, not only with words, but communicated them through his loving actions daily. Feeling grateful is certainly the first step in cultivating a thankful lifestyle. But that's just the starting point if we are to make a difference in our lives and in the lives of others, especially at Christmas. Expressing gratitude is a customary outpouring when we are feeling grateful. At Christmas time, it's often a time that we think of others and want to show how much we love them. Gratitude is part of leading a lifestyle filled with thanksgiving at any time and not just during the holidays. In our last episode, we explored the various ways of expressing gratitude to God in everyday life and then communicating that to others in words. In this episode, we're going to explore how giving represents an integral component of grateful living. The pastor of a church I once attended reminded us every Sunday that an offering is an outward indication of our inner dedication. I believe that to be true 100%. In the story of the widow's might found in Luke 21, the act of an impoverished Hebrew woman reflects the ideal heart motive for abandoned giving with a truly generous spirit. Even as Jesus is teaching in the synagogue about hypocrisy and its damaging effect on faith, he observes a widow offering up two small copper coins. They embodied the lowest denomination in circulation at the time. The entire value of the coins barely exceeded a penny in our currency today. To the astonishment of those listening, Jesus declares that her seemingly insignificant contribution counts far more than the non-sacrificial offerings of the wealthy congregants. To give sacrificially means to give in a way that truly costs us something. This kind of giving was modeled by the Hebrews and is recorded in Old Testament scriptures. In order to make atonement for their sins, they were required to sacrifice animals from their herds or purchase birds for this purpose if they were less affluent. For the first Passover sacrifice, a lamb was required for a sacrifice as stated in Exodus 12.5. The text states that the animal was to be set apart and kept, like a pet of sorts, for 14 days. Then it was to be slaughtered and consumed, to commemorate the Israelites' exit from Egypt. Killing such an animal after living with it and caring for it in the home meant a sacrifice on the part of the family. It's safe to say that much of the giving that takes place today doesn't come from that deep place of sacrifice, at least in America. Large monetary gifts from billionaires don't make significant dents in their net worth. They often generate favorable news headlines and increase the stature of the givers. Tossing coins or bills in buckets at Christmas or handing a homeless person some cash probably doesn't set most people back too much. Scripture states that a tithe of 10% of a person's income is a godly goal for someone devoted to our Lord. But when we set our intention to give above and beyond that, and then some, that's when the widow's might level of sacrifice really kicks into high gear. Expressions of this widow's might level of sacrificial giving still occurs in our world today. I heard one such tale recently. A friend of mine who lives in Louisiana worked with her sister church in Haiti for 25 years. They have supported them through natural and political disasters and helped them build a worship structure. 
the sister church in the States, which actually had no building of its own, began their efforts to construct a building. When the Haitian church got wind of their effort, they took up a special collection amounting to $336 for their building fund. The Haitian people, who essentially live on less than a dollar a day, had accumulated the equivalent of a year's salary to give to their sister church. Our hearts are obviously touched when we hear amazing stories like this. They inspire us to go above and beyond our giving. Imagine how moved our Lord is when we emulate the unbridled generosity of a widow's might gesture in our own lives. Join me in asking God for the supernatural strength to give with abandon and respond with compassion and overflowing generosity as the Holy Spirit moves us. I'd like to read an excerpt now from my third book in my Door Devotion series, and this entry is called The Treasured Gift of Listening in Our Friendships. When we really listen to another person, it demonstrates that we care about them. We know all too well that the converse of caring about someone is the act of ignoring him or her. We are inclined to put our ignoring hat on for telemarketers and door-to-door salesmen, for instance. Of course, in light of the coronavirus pandemic, the whole door-to-door practice is on the wane. We might stare right at them, but if they don't capture our interest, we simply bide our time until the words, I'm not interested, can finally be uttered. It's vitally important to discard our ignoring hat when it comes to our personal dealings, and even if we don't truly ignore someone, we need to do more than simply hear what they say. We need to really listen. A girlfriend I know admitted to me that when the long-winded sister calls, she puts the phone on speaker and tidies up her house, sometimes leaving the room for long periods of time, then re-entering and offering up an occasional hmm so the sister thinks she's heard, when in fact she has not. Any friend, whether long-winded or not, still deserves our undivided attention. We're itching to give advice when all the person really wants is a shoulder to cry on. They want you to say, that must make you feel terrible. We need to learn to discern when dispensing advice needs to take a back seat to showing love and concern. When we have heard our friend's grievance or problem 100 times, whether it's the first or the last, it makes no difference in the level of attention we should give to them. The gift of attention is important. What matters most will capture our attention. Many well-meaning listeners assume that advice or wise counsel should accompany any authentic conversation. But advice, especially when unsolicited, is rarely taken according to a study conducted by Psychology Today magazine. In the study, researchers found that people usually resisted unsolicited advice and instruction. It did show, though, that they will follow the behaviors of others, especially when these individuals appear to be good. In scenarios with those individuals, reinforcing outcomes stemmed from these behaviors of beliefs. It matters how we act. It matters how we react. Psychologists also found that if one person in a relationship practiced good communication skills and listening skills, the other was more inclined to pay closer attention to what the other person said to them, modeling the gift of listening that was given to them. Do you give the gift of listening? What can we learn from those stats? Your best chance of gaining an audience for your advice is to be the listener you want your friend to be. When we offer the gift of listening to a friend, it shows we care enough to invest in them and demonstrates our love in a tangible way. If, as we listen to problems or grievances, we are sending arrow prayers to the Lord about how best to respond, 
if a response is called for, we are effectively serving as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. When we do that, we're truly loving one another as Jesus loved us. And we're reminded of that in John 13, 34. And the keys to kingdom living are, give the gift of listening to your friends to demonstrate your love. And the doorpost is, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.